Hello and welcome back to Aldi's Mummy and Me series podcast. Today I am talking to Barry Keoghan. He's an Irish acting phenomenon known for his award-winning performances in Dunkirk and The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Barry has recently starred in Marvel's Eternals and generated a lot of talk for his mysterious role in The Batman. We're going to discuss his exciting career and how he got his start in acting and find out what the locals call him back in Summerhill. Barry, you're here with us. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are we, Amy? Thank you for having me. Where are you? Um, so I'm in London and I was in Ireland there recently uh, launching the um, Aladina Studios with Bardstown. Tell us about uh, tell us a bit about that because I saw those pictures. They looked amazing. Oh, I tell you. Did you ever go down to Bardstown? Yeah. I did a thing with Bardstown a good few years ago, but it's did an you, incredible yeah. place. It's heartbreaking as well though, isn't it? It's like it's it's gorgeous, it's heartbreaking, it's I mean you leave with so many emotions. But they, I guess they want, in as much as it is as difficult, because it's kids, mm-hmm. you know, with, with dealing with long-term illness, they kind of want to bring, I guess, the fun back into their childhood. Yeah. And is that... is Exactly, a- that's it, yeah. You know, and as someone said to me, I think it was one of the caretakers, he said, you know, we... Um, we we want a place for the kids, uh, you know, for them to be kids, and you know, forget forget their pain, forget their, you know, their Monday to Friday that where they're you know constantly on on doing treatment and stuff like that, and it's um, we just want them to to come here and and, and let go and you know behave silly and and the Aladina Studios is it, it's great because like a little um you know they built up like a little uh, little Hollywood studios, little red carpet and everything, and and all the camera equipment and. There's a costume section and, and stuff like that. So I was actually, um, I was really surprised by it all. But it was brilliant and, and we got to uh, screen the the Marvel Eternals there as well for the kids that hadn't seen it. And so was the cin- is the cinema down in the Barristown camp? Yeah, see the cinema? I'm not even missing it. It's, oh, it's fucking unreal. It's huge. No way. It's, um, yeah, I was I was saying to myself, I was like, I'd actually love to have a little premiere here. And I said to Joanne, you know Joanne? Yeah, well, our, our uh, mutual friend Joanne. I know yeah, that she yeah. was she was with you when you were doing all your stuff over in Ireland. But I said to her, I said, wouldn't it be? And I mentioned it to Bardstown as well. I said, wouldn't it be an idea if, you know, maybe we could set up once a year like a Bardstown film festival oh, and wow. get professionals in to to shoot, you know, on, on proper cameras and good um good equipment, good uh, crew, and just pull favors left, right, center, and yeah, and and just you know get all the kids involved each each cottage and. And then have a premier night, you know, and and everyone everyone wins. But yeah, could you imagine? And you had like maybe if some of the kids were the critics of you know of the movie, yeah. or they went to like interview whoever yeah. was there. That'd what be you so were magic, in it, you know, stuff like that. It'd be deadly. I old. think the two of you can get this done. I think we're gonna we're gonna try anyways, and and I think they have um they have a big year in two thousand and twenty three. I think, um, so we're gonna work towards that anyways, but. I really mean this, and and you know you when you went down there, you you've got kids, you got three kids, right? Yeah, three kids. Yeah, um, you must have felt it a lot more, you know, because you you ha- you have your own, and you just seeing the other kids, it's um, I've felt really really emotional leaving and and stuff like that. Well, you just see how unfair it is for any kid to have to deal with that in their life. It's just it's so unjust. Exactly. Good for you for getting involved in that because mm-hmm. I, you know lending your image and your your voice to that I think is is really special um, mm-hmm. and giving your time back because I'm sure there's you know so many charities who would love to be involved with you and was it you just had a connection with Barrettstown and it just felt like a, a good you know that it was it felt right yeah and it's you know it's it's the kids as well for for me Amy 
It's, you know, the likes of the inner city kids as well. I'm, I'm looking to do something with, with Kelly Harrington as well, who's mm-hmm. from my area. But I want to give, in Ireland, we don't get, you know, we, we I mean, we're, we're coming to an end where there's a lot more opportunities and stuff like that. But, you know, the kids really don't, if they if they have something in them or they have a spark in them or they have some sort of creative kind of, um, uh, you know, thing going on with them when they're younger, it's always kind of, you know, suppressed and, and always kind of, put to the side um, which I think is a shame because we are a nation full of storytellers and musicians mm-hmm. artists and, and, and everything like that and is that resources Barry do you think do you think that that is because I, I think it is yeah and I think we're coming to a place now where um, we're, we're getting there we're getting there anyways and it's a, a bit more acceptable now to express yourself and yeah. um, and I know from where I've grown up you, you don't necessarily do that because you have to kind of hold your guard up you know because it's looked at as a sign of weakness so when when a kid does express themselves and in a creative way do you mean like if you've got a creative like a, way yeah. yeah you know even from what you were if if you wore let's say a, a fucking denim jacket when you, when you were 15 at my age well, what are you wearing that for yeah. you know you got your north face on or now that's not to say everyone's like that but that is the kind of way it is, if, if if you get me. But I think it's you know people like Kelly Harrington are changing it, um, you know. And, and Kelly that. is such a dream. I met her a few months ago, and uh, she's great, eh? Oh, what and she is just bags of personality as well, and just oh. such a good egg and a kind soul. She used to she used to babysit me, and I'm older than her. In a way. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> she was friends with my sister, you know, and, and I remember her babysitting me a few times while my sister was out drinking. I'd be like, Kelly, you're older than me. She'd be there with my sister, obviously, but I remember, like, you know, like, Kelly being there in my in my house when I was young. I was like, I'm, I'm older than you, Kelly. So do you, do you so, so she was she the more responsible one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah. could wrangle you. She knew how to box at that stage. <laughs> she did. She always boxed. You know what I mean? She was great. But you know, and do you talk? A, do you talk? Obviously, you're still friends with her, and you're looking at doing oh, yeah. something. I, you know what? I, I look up to that 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 girl so much, and I should take a leaf out of her book and and how much she gives back to the community and 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 just in in general. But again, she is a massive influence for young kids, girls and boys, um, just in terms of. Uh, you know, the, following the cliche of you know, if you dream of something, you can you can achieve it. But she puts that into proof. I think going back to you know, expressing yourself as a kid, whether it's through the arts or whether it's through boxing or whether it's through wherever, I think we should we should nurture it more than um, you know, kind of push it aside and go. Let's get the education done. And you know, I'm all for education, Amy. Yeah, I didn't get my education because I was I was too distracted and. You know, I wanted to to be an actor and and misbehaved in school and and whatnot. But I'm not saying that's the way to go. But there should be. I think there was this TED talk I listened to before as well that it was in Denmark where they kind of zoned in on the kid and they 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 figured out what it was that he's best at. You know, I think it was art. So they put him through the kind of art path. You know, and and nurtured that and kind of you know um get, got the kid to elevate like you know to to get the best of you know, that kind of world rather than sticking them through science and sticking them through all of that stuff that's not, that they're not going to use. Totally, totally. Um, And also it's not for everyone. So not every kid is going to be as academic as the person sitting beside them. I remember when fucking numbers came in with with letters and maths. That's when they lost me. I mean, (laughs) you're like, I'm gone. (laughs) 
God. You know, I was like, hold on for a second. You're mixing English <laughs> with, with maths class now. What's going on here? Um, yeah, but Barry, I'm at the stage now where, uh, like, my kids' homework is starting to get difficult for me and they're still in junior school. <laughs> so I'm like, even though I probably did listen, I don't know how much is left in there. So I'm like... What, what age are your kids, Amy? I, so my eldest is nine. So she's nine. now, like, they're starting multiplications and I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the back of the book for the answers. I reached my peak in like junior, senior, infants homework, (laughs) and now I've I've fallen, I've fallen off a cliff. But it's yeah, but it is. It's it's like God. I I would have spent you know however many years, and listen, it must be in there somewhere. But do they do art class or it's a drama class? Yeah, there is, there is. But um, and actually, they kind of love doing drama now, and I'm going, oh gosh, I don't know how to navigate that. Please stay away from it. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, wait till you're older you can make those decisions but um, yeah and, and, and that's the thing and because there's sport in our family as well not for yeah. me um, I I think I think there is um, I think there's definitely a change well maybe it's to, as you say as well there's just more visibility of I guess d- different talents and I know what you mean about like listen it's great that we've got and we're known to have a really good education system here but just allowing allowing space for you know imagine like you know if, if somebody was just amazing at art or amazing at singing or amazing mm-hmm. at sport or amazing at acting that you that you feel like that that is it's not lesser than or that it's not like you exactly. kind of have to there's no outlet for it until you reach a certain age that you've kind of struggled at school it's like trying to fit exactly. a I've even friends who you know only realised they had dyslexia after they left school and I'm like I, I can't even imagine at what they're what they're I figured out what ADHD there two years ago it's probably a relief to kind of go this is how my brain works and this is how it's always worked I knew I had it though you know growing up and wherever just the distraction side of things and, and zoning in and wherever but I actually started um, you know I, I, I started taking medication there recently as well for it and you know I wouldn't take every day and it does a dose and wherever but but how do you feel now? Does it make sense? Does it? Do you look back at you, young Barry, and go, "Oh God, I should have given. I wish I'd known that, and then I would have that all. All of that makes sense." Yeah. No. Look, I knew. I knew I had it grown up and wherever, and and not to say that it, again. It came from the. It comes from more the not sitting still and easily distracted or not being able to focus on something for x amount of time, wherever. But um, yeah, yeah, dead right. I think we should. We should definitely. You know, let nurture that whatever the kid is into, whether it be sport or whether it be drama or you know, or even you know something like techno graphics or something like yeah. that. Let let's zone in and and kind of you know get the best of that rather than look. I, I agree with getting all the basics. You know, sure. get basic science, get basic. It's good to have a, a, a knowledge on all of that, of course. And I'm not trying to rewrite the education system. No, but it's here, good to have both. Why not l- l- yeah, have a exactly. platform where you have both? I'm trying to nurture my kids and also go. You're not allowed to act. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a fine balance. <laughs> and you guys It'll should definitely you. explore this, but also don't. <laughs> so they, every oh time they bring God. it up, I'm just changing the subject. But yes, I, I, I think, I, I think uh, you know, just your success and Kelly's success and the both of you have something really special. Um, I think the both of you do, and I'm actually now not, I'm not surprised at your mates, just this sense of gratitude and honesty and openness. And I think it's really inspiring. And I know this is easy to use that word, but I, I think it's, it's easy to use that word, but it's not easy to do that thing and actually be yeah. a role model. And that's really special. It's kind of hard to do it in Ireland though, Amy. And you'll, you'll know yeah. this as well, you know, and, and, and that, 
you know, being an actress, you know this, right? That when you when you do something and you, and you get somewhere and you know you, you're ticking the boxes and you're like, "Fuck, am I making that or am I getting that part?" Or people tend to kind of go, "All right, now relax there and you know calm down and yeah. you know." And, and we kind of fall into that as Irish people going, "Yeah, you're right. I'm lucky to be here." And, <laughs> Thank you, know you so I mean? much for everything. Yeah, Imposter yes. syndrome comes in. Oh, I shouldn't be here. Oh God, Jason, am I allowed? I go over there to the catering. Can I actually take that? Oh, Can I, know. I take that? Thank you so you much. You know that kind of thing. But I mean, it should be, you know, I, I hope it is changing where it's like we can exceed and, and, and get beyond that kind of, all right, sit down and, and take a take a chill there for a minute. But it is the Irish way that kind of, you know, I, I think a lot more people would have got a lot more success if that attitude wasn't there. I find mm. that really interesting, right, that mm-hmm. you say that because I feel that so like at the core of my soul and even in our dialogue the fact that we say thanks a million do we need to be ta- that thankful <laughs> do mean, we a need million to- <laughs> times oh I mean it's like thanks a million times. a million thank yous <laughs> and it, it is in our our history so we were, we were always the underdog right so I think mm. any like any success we're like really grateful for it but also which is lovely uh, which know. is nice and I think it makes us in, in, a, lo- in a lovely way a deadly nation but I also think mm-hmm. you need to balance that with owning your space and I think you're right I think yeah. there's like I, I, always, I always find it fascinating that people here you know Irish people it's probably a really nice place for super famous people to come because Irish people don't really anno- annoy them and we just had a laugh I remember reading something <laughs> just saying they wouldn't want to give you a big head <laughs> going over and asking you for a photo so there, there's something lovely about it in that it's, it's really even though they want it they're like yeah, exactly. nah, he thinks he's great <laughs> yeah, he probably thinks, thinks he's great Great, you know what I mean. She thinks she's class, like you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. And there's that, and it's and and I know what you mean about like having to f- not feign, but like over kind of do this. I'm really grateful to be here, and mm-hmm. that's different from an actual in your bones gratitude about your life. I think it is a very Irish way. I, I would mm-hmm. I I would completely agree with it. And it's just like, isn't it great that they've given me a chance? And it's that's like it. you have to kind of disassociate yourself with that because then you're just you can't you you're never going to own your your no. successes. Like for you, and it's not it. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not a cocky thing because I don't agree with being arrogant. No. You know, I, I don't agree with that. First of all, I'll get the head slapped off me if I ever <laughs> tried that, you know, back at home and, and even by my girlfriend. I tell you, I'd be pulled right back yeah. down to gravity. But I do agree with, you know, having some sort of confidence and, you know, just, you know, I was, I was good in a way that when I was younger... 16, 17, getting into acting, that my, my friends, well, they take the piss, right? But they were very supportive. They were very, very supportive. Like, you know, they were like, you can do it, bro. And you can, and that gave me, I mean, you don't realise, you probably know this, but the impact that has yeah. on on you as a kid, you know, gives you that confidence to kind of go, maybe I can. 100%. I can get, do you know what I mean? So I, I think it all... I, I think those voices are so important, right? So mm-hmm. when you're so when you're a kid, right, and you, like, when did you think that you wanted to act? Or was that kind of in your teen in, in your teenage years? It was, yeah, it was, I was, what, 14, 13 in school and I, I'd done a play. Um, and I swear when I, it was a massive play in school and I'd done it to get off class, first of all. And then... When when I done it on the Christmas, it was a Christmas show, three nights. I swear the the laughs and the you know people laughing with you and that attention again. That's the ADHD. That attention you're getting, you're like, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. But um, I don't know. There was something there where there was a numbness. I don't know if you ever got that. There's a numbness that you get, and that numbness is you know you can't recall it. You can't you can't uh, dissect it and say what well, you feel this. It's just a numbness and it's it's an escape. It's a, you yeah. know, sorry to be 
fairy, whatever. Like, but like, it's it's a it's an escape from from you for um, sure. Do you know? And, and and that's what I got. There. I achieved that, and I was only for fucking what? What were you playing? What did you? What 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 part? It was called my babysitter's an alien, and I was like three. Was it about Kelly, or... Kelly Harrington? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, yeah. It was based no, my, on a true story. My babysitter's a boxer, oh, yeah. an Olympic gold <laughs> exactly boxer. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know it was it was great. It was uh you know, it was three of us lads and then and then another lad on, on stage and just the laughs and, and these these plays were huge. Um I was in fourth year, you know, I was nervous getting up there, but when I got up there, it's just that thing. I don't know. So when you look, when you describe a numbness, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like where you kind of transcend who you are. So that's it, and you kind of yeah. occupy a different space. And there's mm-hmm. such a freedom in it because the way you're talking, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but even the way you're talking about, you know, if you do, if you're wearing a denim jacket and everyone else is in North Face, yeah. whatever like that. So it allows you. It allows you a freedom because you're not being you. You're like, uh, well, exactly. you, can't, you can't judge me in the same way because none yeah. of this is like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not really me. No, I'm not really yeah. me. So I can, I can, I can be in my denim yeah. jacket. But you know, there, there's a there's a freedom in that and in, and then a safety, I think, in exploring like different themes or different emotions because you can, it's a, a safe space where you're not as exposed as yourself. Exactly. Exactly, Amy. That's, that's, you know what, that's the best way to describe it there, that you're separating you from you and, and it, it's like characters we play, right? It's, um, you have a license to to be vulnerable. You have a license to be upset. You know, let your guard down, um, and and you see that in, in in your body language and stuff like that. You have you just have a, a license to to get some of it out of you, you know, and you can hide behind the mask. Yeah, There's something that you've said as well, which I I'd love to talk to you about because I feel it so strongly, and I think it's such an important dialogue. And this is why I think you're a role model again to kids. And if you look at Teenagers, and it's so hard in teenagers, not even teenagers, I think preteens, I think it starts at like mm-hmm. nine or ten, where you're suddenly come out of the little like kind of the, the focus of just that you, it's only, you are the only person that exists in the world. And I think that's a survival thing to then just going, I am a cog in the entire. Yeah. And, and you feel the mm-hmm. how you act in, like around your peers. And it's the peer stuff is such a like is, is such a crazy train to kind of to navigate. But what you know, I think as well. It's so important for young boys and and young girls to have the language to express their feelings. And I know that you've s- spoken about wanting to play a leading man. That not only is this the like kind mm-hmm. of you know has a physical presence and has a uh, has a strength, but is also able to articulate emotions. And the flip of that, right? I think because I saw a trend where, as a woman. Mm-hmm. You, people saying like, oh, well, we don't want to hear about your relationships. We don't want to hear yeah, about your yeah. friendships. It all has to be about career, career, career. And I was like, well, hang on. If we go down that path, then we're doing exactly what we said that men weren't allowed to do. You're just creating more mm-hmm. rules instead of creating a, a space where you can go, well, these are multifaceted people who have fears and guilt, Normal have worries, have whatever. And it feelings. isn't this kind of strength. So, you know, for for young boys as well, being able to go, well, it's okay for somebody to feel yeah. vulnerable, to express their vulnerability a- along with their strengths. So, is that something that you've you have kind of you know looked at in relation to acting yeah, going forward it, in parts? Exa- yeah, it is, Amy. You know, and it's I'm trying to break that stigma and that stereotype. You know, um, now look, I'm falling into the whole thing of what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to you know vi- physically get bigger. At the minute, um, I'm working close with a trainer. I'm physically trying to make my presence a bit bigger. Yeah. But I look at the likes of right The Rock, for instance. Right, what an inspiration that man is. Um, I was lucky enough I got to meet him and and, and hang out with him and stuff like that. And I and I said it to him. I said, you know, Dwayne, I watch your videos 
every morning I goes because you're very inspiring but also you're so open about talking about mental health yeah. you're you're so open about talking about all of these things and the irony, irony is look at the size of you you know you now people think when you're that size you, you you be reserved you play it hard and that is the old way to do sure. it you know and you know don't talk about your feelings don't but that man you know contradicts that and he's he's everything and that's why I think people relate with that man so much is because he's he's human. He's human being, you know. Um, but that, that that is what I'm trying to do with him. I'm trying to get physically bigger and play these parts where, you know, again, Tom Hardy, for instance, is great at the, the, the body language stuff. That man is, he's physically huge as well in, in certain roles. And he's very animalistic how he, how he holds himself. But to me, it's like he shows a vulnerability when he drops the shoulders, when he, you know, he opens up and I, I relate with that so much. So I'm, I'm trying to follow that sort of path. I feel like you're good at reading body language then. Is it something that you look at? <laughs> but is it something that you look at? Because I think there's such a, a different element of storytelling in how you hold yourself. Or an, yeah, like a... dead right, you know. Um, and it was, it was behaviour. I, I, I didn't study acting or anything like that. Um, I did go to Bow Street. Well, not Bow Street, the factory before I was Bow Street. Um, but I remember looking at just documentaries, Amy, um, and truth is always something that I always looked at, you know, behaviour and, and, and animal documentaries, at how they can, you know, say so much without even speaking, you know. It's it's, it's insane. I, I look at my dog and I, he can tell me everything without even saying it. You know, he can tell me he needs to have a shit because I know where he goes. To. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But well, apart from the, the obvious stuff, yeah, you know. But it was it was animals and it was documentaries and. Have you seen you know, that film go- Wolf yet? Oh, you know, you should I go was, to see that. I feel like you, I was that would be right up your it. street. No way. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was going to do it and I couldn't do it because of scheduling difficulties. So, well, it's just, it's so much about what you're speaking about. Like, it just, yeah, yeah, just it's, the it's a, reading, oh, it's a great, just, yeah. Grey script, grey script. No, I'm looking forward to going to see that. It is, um, you know, I, I did look at documentaries and, 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 and all about truth and how people, like, even little glitches in the eye and, like, you know, doing the, that with their eyes so much when they get nervous and small things I picked up on, all behaviour. Do you think that was innately in you, though, as a kid? It must have been because I don't think you've probably arriving observing just observing 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 yeah so your your childhood in Dublin I, when I was leaving this morning I was on to my mate Ruth Bradley um, and I was just saying going into oh, Ruth I love Ruth I love Ruth and she <laughs> was like she was like oh tell Barry I said hi she was like I often think when um, was it love hate that you guys did together it was love hate and rebellion oh rebellion right that's yeah, right yeah yeah she yeah. said um, my, 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 my uh, memory of Barry is that his granny was getting him winkies <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Hang on, did I get it? Man. Did I get it right? <laughs> and she was like, Winkles. Winkles. <laughs> she says, what's a winky? Not, not that. <laughs> Winkles. She said, it's like a, like a, is that a specific kind of Dublin term for like cockles or mussels or something like that? Yeah, yeah. My, I'd love to see me granny out actually picking Winkles. That would be a sight, I tell you. Hang on, she wasn't getting, well, the, she wasn't getting them, was she? Someone was getting them for her, probably. She's probably buying them somewhere. Yeah. That's gas. That, Ruth remembers me from that, eh? She, well, she remembers you for loads of things she's like oh Barry is so brilliant oh she's a legend man um, but you're you're you're. You've, I know you've spoken a lot um, about your childhood and mm-hmm. how uh, you had been in foster care for a long time with your yeah. brother that you travelled to uh, to foster you know around different foster yeah, families yeah, yeah. so when you look back when you look back on your childhood is it kind of sectioned into different very different clear demarcations in your head of your life or does it like does it blur do you look back with and and what was the young Barry like? What was yeah. l- what was little kid Barry like? Were you always, as you oh, say, kind God. of, you know, couldn't concentrate in school or <laughs> giddy messer? 
There's not many pictures of me as a kid, actually, so I'm always trying to figure out what I actually look like, you know. I have wow. an idea of what I look like, you know. Um, but, uh, no, the young Barry was... Do you know, I was always... Um, always imagine, you know, uh, imagination running wild and, and stuff like that and always into kind of figurines and the Batmans and, and, and stuff like that. Always into stuff like that. So it was and, just in there then. It was just innately yeah, in you. I think, you know, I, I do think you're born creatively. I, th- I do think you're born like that. Um, and I think you can also grow an appreciation for art and stuff like that as you get older. Um, but, yeah, in terms of sections, um, do you know what? Most of it, some of it is blur, but, you know, you, you do constantly, you, you, I mean, when you're growing up, you're, you're constantly trying to, trying to, you know, um, trying to remember stuff and, and little stuff will trigger stuff and you know and then you then then you come to the challenge of was that real or was that a dream or yeah. you know is that you know did I make that up or so y- you do kind of get little flashes and that but um, in terms of the foster care stuff uh, I do remember quite yeah I do remember quite uh, specifically about it when you think about home like does did, mm-hmm. did your experience of of being in foster care and I know you've said even though it was a incredibly difficult situation that you your experience in foster care there was a it's just so many like good people and decent and decent people yeah. did it change your I guess your sense of what a home is or what it can be do you know home is where I'm happiest I've, I've come to learn um, mm. and happiest means you know being being with my girl or my dog or you know that's that's where home is for me um, but yeah the experience with the, the, the foster care it was really good, but, you know, you, you don't know what's going on as a kid. You know, yeah. it's only when you get perspective and you get older and you get a kind of, you know, you can dissect it a little and kind of go, oh, shit, that was that and that was that. But in in, in overall, the, the parents were great. Um, do you know, again, you don't know what's happening and it does leak into your later life um, sure. in terms of trust issues and, and stuff like that. Um, and I won't get into it too much because I don't want to give off the sad story, you know what I mean? But... The, the whole system, the whole thing was, it is quite an experience. Mm. It really is. And, and it's an experience for you. It's an experience for your family that don't get to see it, that don't know what's going on. It's ex- an experience for your parents if, if, if they're having trouble seeing you and, and stuff like that. So it's not only you that's affected. It's it's kind of everyone. But all I can do, Amy, going forward and, and you know, and, and getting older is, um you know, take what, I, take what happened and, and, you know, and kind of, Apply it to me and and in into making me a better person and and um, using it to to strengthen me and stuff like well, that. Well, so. I think I think that is that it, it, you have that in in spades, and I can't I can't imagine how difficult that is. And as you say, that it comes back in late, later life, and you're still you, you I'm sure you you still very much deal with a lot yeah. of I guess that the trauma and crisis in your and, and childhood. And that's a bit of talking to someone, you know, and and, and I, I feel it's very important. And probably again, it's against our tradition in Ireland to open up and. And stuff, but you know, I find talking to someone is is massively important because in in that way you get closure, and that way you can leave in the past, and that way, you know, it improves your relationships with others, and that way it helps your trust issues, it helps everything, um, and and again, it's just nice sometimes to vent, you know. Yeah, I mean? and um, and actually, maybe as you say as well, articulate articulate those yeah. feelings in a different way, and maybe mm-hmm. I know we're talking about like kind of going into other people's personas, but maybe own them as your own, and you exactly. know that's going to be a foundation for for you. But I think again, as I say, you've got such a I just a, a lovely vibe of gratitude, and it's really 
It's just, I think it's really special. And Look, if I, if, if I did name you again, I'll go back to it. I'd get a slap <laughs> in the head. I'm not even missing Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, you, you think you're great, don't you? No, I don't. Get us a point then, will you? Come here, is that, is that what you're called in your, in your local? Yeah, do you know what I mean? If I go in there, and I've said this many <laughs> times, there's no, um, oh, deadly in that film, man. It's, uh, <laughs> you think you're class, man. Get us a point there, will you? Stingy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, <laughs> that's like, too much expectation on you. Why stingy? I've only been here a few minutes. Exactly. I haven't even seen me nanny yet. I haven't even had my winkles. I <laughs> 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 me winkles yet. Where's the bag of winkles? Oh God! You could run, you could dance, or you could just breathe. The Bernardo's Big Active, supported by Aldi, is happening in schools across Ireland right now, and it makes doing good feel great. It gets classmates of all ages active while supporting their mental health and well-being. The Bernardo's Big Active, supported by Aldi, will raise vital funds to help Ireland's most vulnerable children. Sign up today at thebigactive.ie. You listen, as you and I know you've spoken about before, just those moments in crisis. And I, I know you very sadly lost your mom when you were twelve. But do mm-hmm. you do you look at the years beforehand with positivity? Like, do you look back on those and go, "I I got to live, you know, those years as yeah. a, as a kid and be a kid and mess and and." Yeah, I, I do, Amy. I do. That's you good. know, and you know, I do look back and 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 be as positive as I can. Um, do you know, and me talking about it maybe is a, a, a sign that. You know, it could be a sign that I'm not, I'm not over it, or I'm not because you know I'm trying to give that off. But I do look at it as as a positive, and I do look at the whole thing with my mother. You know that I, there's no, you know, I'm, I'm, I said it many times. I'm I'm very proud of her. You know, I don't know what what people go through, um, you know, when they have addiction and stuff like that. Um, it's you know, it, I, I wouldn't be as a son. I wouldn't be in any way, um, you know. Uh, feeling any hatred or like that I'm very very proud of her yeah, and, and how you speak about her is so beautiful that she's with you in all of your successes and would be so always, proud always and I see her in, in, in many other you know things as well I see it. I get like I'm, I'm a big believer in science and stuff like that um, I get many signs from her, you know, just a little nudge to go home here. I love I see that. Her, I, I see her in my, I see her in my granny. I see her in, in elements of her in, in, in other people and stuff, you know, um, or even just. You know, I said to my girlfriend, you know, there's just little signs like foxes showing up when I'm talking about her or, you know, and the fox is a sign of a spirit and just little, you wouldn't believe some stuff, you know. I do. Now, some say coincidence, some say not. I, do, but, I like to um, think it's not. I like to think yeah, that, that people same. are minding us and the people that we yeah. love. Do you think that it has, do you think, I guess everything that you've been through gives you, well, it makes you resilient. Stronger ammunition, you yeah. know. And and just as an artist, it gives me so much to use. Um, do you know, which is kind of uh, it may be selfish to say that, but I don't uh, think so. it it does give me a lot to 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 draw from. Um, because I I think it's all based on experience. You know, people go, so do you train in, in acting? How do you train? Like, oh, what do you do on your time off? I'm like, you know, just fucking live. live. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. it's a, uh, you know, experiences. I was talking to an actor, a friend of mine, at the weekend, and we were talking about that because it's, I guess, after a job, you probably feel you probably are you tired? Like you probably feel a bit depleted if you're if you're working yeah. so hard. But the best, you know, we we I think we all get in this thing of trying to better ourselves, better ourselves, and that's just using another part of your your mm-hmm. energy and I think you're right I think it, the way you to fill up is to, is to live and to have the experiences and just like just to recharge and I know so, someone said to me that like they're like what do you do like you know because football players train you know rugby players train they, they, they all train they all 
have something to do. <laughs> Whereas we're like, what do you do? It's like, I don't know. Do you fucking read scripts? No, I don't. <laughs> but that's I great. Don't read scripts no, do you know what? Conversely, Brian was always like, always said to me when he was training, and I never, and I was like, but I'm an actor, so I don't, I'm not doing it. It's nothing, yeah, yeah. it's nothing as physical, so I don't deserve to sit on the couch. I don't deserve to sit on the couch. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but he, because I would, I, I have a difficulty sitting down. I do, I do. And it, do you, yeah. there's something in there, and I'm just like, oh, I better, I better, I better, I better. Same. Oh my you know, gosh, it's just, it's, it's like, we, we're in this industry, Amy, where, do you know, we actually, love like love doing what we do you know and when we have time off we we get itchy we yeah. get you know I actually love being on set you know I'm yes. happy as, I'm, not, I'm not like oh break now look at you've got kids so maybe a break is nice to have a break but no I love being on set it means I don't have to mind anyone else and I someone brushes my hair and gives me food <laughs> and, and you get minded you know what I mean but it's like we picked no, out like, your wardrobe well, amazing I have to make no decisions today <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you know when you do get a break after a long stint of film and then you get to go home it is great it is great but you know I just love being on set and I love you know working towards a character or just collaborating or even being on set and taking everything in observing all of that um, I hate having time off the, I do hate well, time well, off well my point in it was that Brian said that his rest was as important as his work and uh, that's something that I don't think I'm very good at but I try I try yeah. like you're saying I mean like he, being, he physically has to rest physically though, yeah, 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 yeah no it is and, and, and but we, we kind of assume our brains don't need that but they probably do a little bit as well. Does. But yeah. I, I know what you mean about right. the buzz on set. Like there is nothing like it, and there's no you don't get like a family of more diverse, interesting people than on a film I set. I just have it the like best conversations with. Everyone. I know. <laughs> Start playing little games on. Throw the stone in <laughs> yeah. the apple box. Oh yeah, I'm great at this. You missed me on the other set. I was great. Oh, I love but, um, it. I love it. I love it. Did you see Once Upon a Time in um, in Hollywood where you know that that I really, like even extra even extras I fucking love because you know you know what it's like on set. And tray on the trailer stuff like that, but the part where he goes to his trailer and he's like, "Can't learn your lines." Do you not see that bit? No, no, can't did you see that, that film? No? I did, but I can't oh. remember that bit. Okay. Where he met, he, he's messing up lines. Oh, and I he's saw like, it. I remembered. I do remember like, it in his trailer. Lines yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've done that. I went to my trailer and went like, you know, called myself stupid. Why didn't I learn my lines the night before? You know, told myself, if you don't if you don't get this, that's it. Acting's done for you. You know. But just, have you ever had those moments on set where you like suddenly forget where you are and you have absolutely no idea what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> so always, you can be as prepared as you it. like and then something, you talk about a numbness. I've had that sometimes where I'm like, Excuse me, what's that? <laughs> tiredness. Probably, no, I do. Probably I get is that. a tiredness. Or a weird, like, a weird nerves out of nowhere. And like, there's no live audience. And you could have been doing it for like six weeks. And then all of a sudden, you have a day you, when you're just you're going. You've done your best, oh an Oscar performance in, in, in the hotel room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. you've, you've done it the night before. You've, you've nailed and you get to sit and you're just like. I know. Do you know, I think it's, I think, it, you know what? I think some of it is, you know, what I love about this as well is the, is the, I try not to learn my lines too much. I try to keep a space there mm. for, you know, not having a a, um, a preempted kind of feeling and, and working off um, what the other person's giving me or what what's happening at that moment, you know. And that's what we all try to do. We all try to chase that moment in the moment. Yes. And it's it's really fecking hard to get it, there. It is hard. As soon as you start talking about it, you're not in the moment, you know. I know, but, I know. But intimidation as well, Amy, is, is another thing on set, you intimidation. know. Intimidation? Yeah, in, in terms of... If you're a massive fan of the the opposite actor or actress, you know, God, yeah. you can be intimidated. Yeah. Um they're not they're not doing it. They're not intimidating you, but you intimidate yourself 
You know, you're well, like, listen, you've had a these. lot of that. I was, I was only watching these on, on a film last week. Fucking hell, man, this is different. <laughs> but I'm sure there's that. And then you, you, you're just hanging out with them and they're just regular people. But yeah. After five minutes, Amy, you see the mothers. Of course. They, they have kids. You see the fathers. Yeah. You, you see that they are there in, on a collaborative space. They're there to give their best version and that they are human beings. And that, you know, that starstruck thing goes, which I never wanted to go, but it, it goes after five minutes, which is great. Like know? on set or do you have it at the read-through? Like it's probably peak, peak at the read-through. I can't do read-throughs. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I, I skipped them. I skipped them because <laughs> I can't read, Amy. I'm not even missing. Fair I can't enough. read. Yeah, that's too much pressure like, then. I got my finger under the line and all and like, you know, and everyone always goes, all right, before this read-through, guys, we don't want any acting. And it's like, all right, grand, brilliant. <laughs> Force line comes out and the fella's giving it a large like, to be or not to be. And you're like, oh, here we go. And then there's me going, the well, uh, I went to there and I... Uh, but did, I, did they think I'm shit? Because this is not real, actually. I'm just, re- I'm just gonna, reading They're going to recast me. Oh I'm, I'm telling you, they've got Warners there on Skype. They're recasting me. And if you've got the first line, you're like, do I go for it? Especially if you've a voice and you're like, ugh, ah, <laughs> yes. ah, ah, don't hit me. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You wouldn't want to but, be opening uh, with like a song. Or be like, no, no go, go. oh, imagine. Go. Oh, no. imagine. The shame, the shame. Couldn't do it, couldn't but do it. It's always on the force person the force line say alright mate you're going to set the tone set the here tone. so be careful be careful <laughs> we've got two yeah. hours ahead of us we're going to be wrecked <laughs> I remember me me and Sam Hoyek actually in, on the on the Eternals read through was sitting beside each other and I was using her highlighter and you know because we, we were we just couldn't read it like we couldn't we couldn't um, you know we, 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 we were there together we were helping each other because I was First of all, I was nervous. My first time meeting all the cast and that, God, you know. It's such a huge job. I can't even Do you know what imagine. I mean? It's, but, and then you've got, you've got everyone on Skype. You've got people in LA who are not there. You've got the producers there. And it was just, it was nerve-wracking. But I remember me and Horst sitting together because we were on the same boat, you know. What, um, what, what is it in you in that moment where you're like, I could run away or I could fail or I could fall to? What, what is, what do you, where do you go to? What do you say to yourself? You know what, Amy, and... I've I've thought about this, you know. What what is it that keeps you keeps you going, or, or keeps you there, or keeps you, you know, feeling not imposter syndrome, or that you that you do belong there? And it's it's just that element of, you know, they don't have a me, um, mm. and and I've always kept that growing up. That I love Leonardo DiCaprio, I love Tom Hardy, I love all them lads, but they're them because they are who they are. I don't want to be a replica of anyone. I don't want to try be anyone else. Now, I'm inspired by everyone else's work, but I don't want to in, impersonate anyone. I want to give me, I want to give the rawest form of me. And by doing that, I think that's a form of uniqueness. Um, you know, they've not seen that. Do you know what I mean? They've not seen seen what you were doing or what you were bringing. And I, I think if you stay true to you, um, you you're going to always give people something that they're going to be inquisitive about or like, what is it he's doing? You're just, you're, you're just being you, basically. That is the most glorious answer I think I have ever heard. Oh, no, stop I it. swear, that is absolutely <laughs> is beautiful. And it actually reminds me of a line in, um, I think it was in, in Handsome Devil, where they're talk- talking about that and actually it's about teenage boys, mm-hmm. actually, and actually yeah, finding yeah. your voice. And I love that film, Yeah, it was so way. great. And it's that line of just going, if you're trying to be someone else, who's going to be you? Like, you, exactly. that's the only space that you can occupy. And actually, 
We would be a lot happier if we... we if John Butler. John Butler. Go on, John. What a beautiful maybe, line. Maybe I got it from that film. Well, oh, shit, there was a... Fiona, I, sorry. Yeah, but I think there's, there's something... We, we'd be a lot happier if we didn't expend half our energy going, oh, following what we think other yeah. people want and then being a second-rate version of somebody else. I think, like, exactly. owning you, that is, that's a glorious, glorious thing. Do you know, and someone said to me as well about, you know, you know best actor or best this or best that. And it's like, who's your favourite? And, and it's like, you know... I look. I look at this as a, as a true art form, and whatever I do, or wherever anyone else does, if someone relates to me, they relate to me. I think it's all opinion based. I think it's all. I don't think you do right. I don't think you do wrong. Um, I, I think it's all whatever you give, and you can leave someone, you know, asking questions or someone took by it or leaving. The, I always want to give a performance in the cinema where no one has figured it out where they leave and it sits with them for days because I think if you do a show and tell it's not really art mm. you know you want to touch someone on a, on a on a sense where they don't know what that was and they're trying to figure it out do you know what I mean Again, that's what I'm always trying to I, I, I absolutely love it you're such a wise old soul aren't you um, I'm 48 <laughs> this year <laughs> hey don't talk I'm not far off that <laughs> I'm not 48 Actually why did I do that to myself I'm nowhere near 48 <laughs> Bloody hell you know I mean? <laughs> you know I'm not I mean? going to ask a woman her age either <laughs> But Jesus It's out there I've got so many Well you don't look 48 times, or nothing there It's anymore. good <laughs> It's good That is good I was going to ask you about your granny and your aunt Do, do you have an appreciate Like do you think there's just strong Irish women Do you think that like I don't know That we just have something in us where you again you're kind of subverting that traditional kind of like um, mm-hmm. mothering role or carer role I think because I think it's I think so, so innately in, in so many of us and I think you know you know I have a perspective now and and, and uh, I think it comes from fucking you know not having my mother around um, and I, I, I'm always seeking that and the same same for father figures I look at Colin and I look at anyone like that I'm always trying to get the father figure in there, you know, what I missed yeah. in, in terms of what I missed with my mother and what I missed with my father. I'm constantly looking at figures these days. Not as much now, but when I was younger, kind of coming up, I kind of latched on, if you get me, um, seeking that. Yeah. Um, but I think as Irish men, and, and you know, our, our mammies are the, the most important women in the world and an Irish mammy is, is as tough as anything. Yeah. You know? Um, and the love, that's why I love Aer Lingus for that, for that oh sake. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm right? telling you, the Aer Lingus, they are like an Irish mammy. They're mammies, on, aren't they? I was... <laughs> like, are you cold? Do you want a blanket? I'm like, yeah, love a blanket. Exactly. But, uh, oh no, they're... It is though. It, it, like I know my, my granny, you know, my, my granny had 10, 10 kids and, wow. and she's just a woman of, you know... I mean, I've learned some of my most greatest things from her. Um, you know, like what and, and in life do you take from her? What do you what What do you take from your your granny? Do you know that kind of get on with it attitude? And I, I think that's in every Irish mummy. You know, you you could have a broken arm and they'd give you a, a cup of tea or, or some fucking. You know, yeah, you need to eat more. It's like no, my my arm is hanging yeah, off. You're just you know? tired. Um. So I don't need a, a Sunday dinner. I just need to go to hospital. <laughs> but it's that kind of get on with it attitude. Um, you know, and just from what she's been through, um, I, yeah, just the strength of that woman, mm. composure, her composure. You know how she holds it together, and you now she's she's getting older now, um, but she's still really holding it together. And there's just a lot to learn from 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 your older ones um, and the older women. Absolutely, I think it's easy to kind of go, oh, that's of a certain age, but how much knowledge no, and experience uh, they have that we exactly. should be really grateful to have them in our lives. Mm-hmm. Does she I call really you Hollywood? Agree. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, she's just not phased by it. I don't know what to do to to win her over. You know, there I am, there, Nanny. That's uh, yeah. Look at that beside me. That's and zooming in on the picture. That's you know from that film. Yeah, great. You've lost weight, have I? I've lost weight. God, Jesus, thanks. <laughs> but it's not so lovely that you have her as that grounding that you, yeah. that she isn't. And I'm sure, obviously she's them, so, they're all like really, that. isn't that, yeah. that just, and that, so do you, when you think of, do you miss Dublin when you're not here? Like when you think of Dublin, I do you do. think of them here having your back and just going? I do. Yeah. It's that thing again, as you said, Amy, I just miss the whole, do you know, you go home and you just, you just bury. Yeah. Um, or you're just Amy, no matter where you've been. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that ground, and we need that. It's healthy because you can be on set, and there's so many people there, and you, you get looked after so well. And, and the credit to, to being on set and everyone involved, but you get looked after so well that it's dangerous almost in a way because when you come home, you're expecting, you know, all of what you've got. You're expecting to have a lunch, Hunter. You're expecting this. You're expecting that. Now my, my girlfriend looks after me very well. You know, she's a great cook, and that. So, so not that I expect I just want to say I don't expect it of course it. not but, uh, but also what's on the menu tonight please <laughs> <laughs> but no but you, you do come home and y- y- your head is above there yeah. so. well you're, if you're surrounded by yes people I think it's that isn't it That's that you kind of go yeah. okay I have to take myself out of that and go there's give and take and my whole world yeah. isn't going to be like that it takes a day or two to kind of you know come down and Compress and yeah, but I think you're in a good space to know that because I think a lot of people learn that after messing up for a bit and not knowing yeah. it and not knowing that there is like a part, you know, that there's a whole world in between, you know, that that the shiny side and then the real life. Yeah, exactly. Um, real life. Yeah, exactly. the real the real life. Barry, I have to ask you. I I know you're not allowed to talk about the Batman, but every time I hear it, I laugh because it reminds me of an I someone Irish going have you the, like the Instagram and the Twitter. It's the fact that it's called the Batman. I may, I stop every time. <laughs> I love that. The I love that toy. I, and I love, you know, I love the black and red, you know, because I, I remember reading the comics as well and it, pay, it pays a lot of homage to the comics as well. Um, but it's... The Batman. It's, I just say it I in an Irish accent. It. Yeah, oh, the, the, yeah the, the, the Batman. Yeah, the, the, the Instagram. He in? He's in the Batman. Oh, he's in the Batman. <laughs> oh, he's in that. It's a big movie. It's a big, it's a, it's a big movie. Um, oh no, congratulations. And before we wrap up, I just need to say we're all really proud of you and oh, continued sure, successes. No, you're 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 that. a breath of fresh air. Jesus. Um, okay, quick fire round. Go on. Comedy or drama? Uh, comedy. Oh, interesting. Because you've played Will very tar- you very- Kevin Hart. Okay, because you played. I know. Yeah. I want to play. I want to play. Look, I want to do a comedy. Do you know? See Channing Tatum. Yeah. He's deadly in comedies. So is Colin Farrell. I know you've worked with Colin. Colin, Colin is such oh, a good Colin comedy actor. Colin is a You know, Colin is a gentleman. Colin, Colin Horrible bosses. Horrible weeping, bosses. Weeping. Intermission oh even. God. I was just like, this is so good. So good. I want to see you in a comedy. Um, I was going to say uh, Dogs or Cats. Dogs. I know. Because you, you can't the cat. The cat. The cat. <laughs> Those poor cats, Barry. Those poor cats. I know you got a dog recently and I know you love a dog. Um, uh, Dublin versus anywhere in the world. Uh, oh, Dublin. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I would say Dublin versus Kerry, but we beat them so many oh. times. Yeah. Um, if you had a choice, would you have one kid or 15 kids? And it could only be either or. One. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, 15 is too much. Why one. am I surprised? 15 is too, too many children. Um, 15, God. <laughs> 15 Jesus. kids no. that's an easy question yeah exactly like that is, you should do one or five <laughs> one or five okay one or five 
one. Okay, yeah. there we go. You're sticking with one. Um, so, Barry, what's next? You're heading off to do more amazing, exciting things. Yeah, I'm doing Emerald Fennell's new film. She done Promising Young Woman. Oh, yeah. Um, I still haven't seen that, but I can't wait to see that. Oh, it's brilliant. And she's fucking deadly. Yeah. And she's such a lovely person. Um, so, what, what? that's my next thing. Um, and then I'm doing a film in Ireland as well with Paddy Considine. So. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. The McDonough movie is out soon. I can't wait to see that. October, I think. That's not soon. That's eight Did you film ago. that during lockdown madness? No. Oh. We done that last last August in Ackle Island. You ever been there? Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Beautiful. So that's only, that's but try, like, try for four weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you still have the windburn on your cheeks. Oh god, I tell you. <laughs> and uh, Inish Inish Moore as well. Was it Inish Islands? We went. Oh, actually, I remember that because we went to the Aran Islands last year. We brought the kids. Aran Islands. Yeah. When we didn't, we didn't leave the leave the country last year. But um, again, great. But when you know every every cow and sheep's name on the island, it, it's it gets worrying. Yeah, then, it's you small. Know I mean? And then I was worried. I was like, how do you get like you, with the shopping? Do you? Ha- I I couldn't logistically figure that out. Does that come well, in weekly? Get the ferry for four days. <laughs> That's it. But I, ju- I, I was like, yeah, the logistics of like eating. I was going, now there's good food there. We did have pizza up on the, do you know the hill, just where you get the boat. I was like, I don't know if I can live. I love that you went all the way to Iron Islands to get pizza, not fish. You know, no. not land like that. Yeah, do you have, do you have pizza? Do you have, do you have a ham sandwich? <laughs> oh, listen, God. Barry, you're a joy. And listen, I can't wait to see what you do. Just keep being you. And uh, we're all really proud of you. And I can't wait to see the Batman. And everything uh, else. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Well, the Batman. Well, the Batman's great now. It's in the cinemas. Thank you so much to Barry for taking the time to chat with us. And as always, please like, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. And if you want to check out the work that Barrettstown do or to donate any money to their causes, you can check it out at barrettstown.org. And also don't forget to share your stories at aldi.ie forward slash mamia. Aldi has everything for new babies and toddlers. No surprises then that our Mamiya range romped home, or rompered home, with 17 wins at the National Parenting Product Awards, including goals for Mamiya Newborn Nappies Size 1, Mamiya Air System Nappies Size 6 Plus, and Mamiya Nappy Sacks, making Aldi the most awarded retailer at the awards. So, for mums and dads everywhere, honestly, we couldn't be nappier. Aldi, every day amazing.